Hello everybody and welcome back to Energetics and Alchemy, where we talk all things energy, spirituality, manifestation, transformation, all that good stuff. Uh, This is the first time I'm recording and I'm feeling a bit more comfortable, I guess, doing the initial little opening spiel. I feel like when you are recording a podcast by yourself, it feels very weird talking to yourself, but I feel like I'm getting a little bit used to it now, which is good. I've just sat down to record this episode um, pretty late in the day. I've been at work all day at my day job. Um, So yeah, it's been a very long, hot day, and I just wanted to sit down and record this before we go make dinner and kind of cozy up for the night. Um, But yeah, anyone in Brisbane will know how hot it has been at the moment in saying that this episode won't come out for a couple of weeks, so hopefully it's cooled down by the time this comes out, but I feel like it's only going to get hotter, to be honest. Also, apologies if you can hear my chair squeaking or creaking. Um, My office chair has just decided it wants to be really, really noisy this afternoon, so I feel like every little movement I make, it's like making noise, which is a little bit annoying, but anyway, it's fine. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to record this episode quickly before kind of settling down for the night. Um, At the time of recording this, I haven't actually kind of launched the podcast, for lack of a better word. I haven't really like posted or shared anything about it. Um, My plan is to kind of build up a few episodes before doing that um, so that I'm kind of a few weeks ahead. The idea is that I basically want to try to release episodes weekly, but I'm not going to necessarily commit to like a specific day or anything like that. Um, But yeah, the goal is to release episodes weekly. I just want to leave like a little bit of, um, I guess, leeway there for myself if I need to take a week off for any reason, whether it's just that I have you know, other stuff on that week or whether I'm just not really feeling up to recording, I guess. I just know that, you know, life happens. Um, and I'm a big believer in just kind of letting yourself rest if you need to rest. So I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm like feeling under a lot of pressure to get episodes out on a specific day or anything like that. Cause that is just not the vibe we want here. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try to always be like a few episodes ahead so that if I ever do feel like I need to take a week off, I'm not feeling like guilty or, you know, feeling bad that I'm not um, sticking to, like, uploading a new episode on a certain day or anything like that. I'm also really trying not to kind of over-edit these episodes. Um, I kind of want them to be as authentic as possible, so I'm trying to refrain from kind of re-recording or chopping things up too much. So, yes, that is why there might be kind of little noises here and there. Um... Yeah, I just don't want to kind of get into the habit of um, over-editing these episodes. I'd like to just be able to kind of record them and release them as they are, um, yeah, as authentically as possible. So today we're going to be talking about expanders. So in the simplest terms, expanders are things or people or places or anything really that reflect something we desire for ourselves. So they expand our concepts of reality and our beliefs in what is possible for ourselves. So we'll obviously dive a little bit more into what they are in detail. Um, But yeah, they're essentially things that kind of reflect what's possible for ourselves. So they reflect potential and encourage us to grow. And so we may have different expanders for all different aspects of our lives. So, you know, our careers, our relationships, our friendships, money, our business, um, work, that kind of stuff. 
And so some examples of expanders may be people that we know in real life, uh, mentors, teachers, influencers, coaches. They're basically people that we look up to and kind of think, damn, I want what they're having or what they've got. So they're kind of like inspirations, the people that you might put on like your vision board or you might see their post and just be like, oh my God, like I really want that for myself. But they can also be the people that we spend time with that lift us up, that we kind of look up to. Um, So it could be anyone like an older sister or like a parent or something like that as well. So in a very simple nutshell, when we're talking about expanders um, in the sense of people, it's basically just people that have something that we want and instill the belief in us that we can have that thing too, whether that's kind of intentional, like they're directly speaking to us and boosting us and instilling that belief. Or whether just seeing that they have it kind of sets the tone for us thinking that we can have it too. So they can be people that actively encourage and motivate us in our growth, or they can be people that we might not even know in person, but when we're kind of engaging in their vibe and their energy, we feel invigorated and energized ourselves. So they don't necessarily need to be like celebrities or, you know, magical amazing people who are absolutely perfect in all areas of life it may just be that they provide inspiration in one area that you can kind of bounce off of so they can very much so be people that you might be associating with on an everyday basis and so you might even find that you could be acting as an expander for people within your life as well without even realizing it And so, as I mentioned at the beginning, expanders don't just have to be people. They can also be items, experiences, places that we visit. Um, Think about things like items that make you feel really high vibe and might be a little bit almost like beyond where you're currently sitting at. So, for example, when I bought my Mac computer, that was like a massive expander for me because it was something that... I didn't have at the time and it was kind of pushing the limit of what I could, I guess, afford almost. (laughs) So it was a bit of an expander for me. It was something that was almost like a bit out of my comfort zone. It was a bit more than I could probably afford at the time. Not to the point of obviously like putting myself in severe debt or anything like that. Um, But yeah, it was basically stretching my comfort zone a little bit and stepping up a level um, by purchasing something that was kind of pushing my energy up to be that little bit higher as well. And so in turn, it kind of expanded my belief bubble around what I could afford and what I could have and that I can have nice things. Another example might be like a really expensive brand name item of clothing or jewelry that will take you to that next level of believing that that thing is possible for you once you have it. So once you have that thing and you've kind of achieved getting that thing, it then expands your belief around what you can have and instills the belief in you that you can have nice things and you can have brand name clothing or you can have brand name jewelry um you do have nice things like you've gotten that thing and as a result that item has expanded your mindset to believe that that is possible hope that makes sense another example could literally just be money so it could be a particular sum of money that once you have it it instills in your brain that having that amount of money is possible So we kind of don't go backwards with those kind of things. Like once you've, for example, had $10,000 in your savings, um, that's kind of then instilled in your brain that that is a possibility for you. So you're not going to, in the future, feel like that's never going to be possible for you because you've achieved it once, you can achieve it again. 
So let's say your goal is to have $20,000 in your savings account. When you've only just kind of started saving before you've achieved that goal, it may feel really, really far away. And you may struggle to kind of feel like that's achievable. And then if you jump forward a little bit more and think about saving $40,000, that will likely at that point in time feel almost impossible. However, once you've saved up that money and you have that $20,000 in the bank, your mindset and beliefs are now expanded and you can believe that having $20,000 in your bank account is possible because you've done it. It's more than possible, it's done. And as a result, the concept of having $40,000 is going to be a lot easier to kind of comprehend and believe in. So that's literally like an expansion for ourselves. And so... Yeah, throughout all of our lives, really, we're taking on board expanders and expanding our beliefs and mindsets as we grow. And it's kind of like the concept of climbing up a ladder of believability. So as you climb up each step, the steps ahead of you feel more real and more believable. Whereas when you're at the bottom of the ladder, um, thinking about the step that's like 40 steps ahead of you (laughs) is going to feel um, not as achievable or not as like relevant or close to you. So the idea behind actively and intently seeking out things that will expand us is that this will kind of help us towards working towards our goals or what we desire because it's expanding our belief in what is possible for us. So for experiences, it may be something like a holiday or a first class flight or a really, really bougie dinner out somewhere. Um, These are things that when you do them, they kind of raise up your vibration and give you a taste for what is possible. So let's say, for example, you and your partner don't generally go out for, you know, fancy dinners. Like you might go out for dinner on occasion, but it's normally a pretty casual kind of situation. But you might be someone that is really wanting to be able to go out for those really nice dinners and be able to go for really nice nights out. But you kind of just feel at this present time that, I don't know, maybe your budget isn't reflective of that or maybe it's just not something that you're really feeling like you're able to do for whatever reason. I feel like my Australian really shows whenever I say bougie dinner. <laughs> I don't know whether bougie is like a Australian kind of term or whether that's like an international thing, but bougie and fancy, a fancy dinner. Um, so yeah, let's say you're someone who doesn't really do that at this time, but would like to be doing that kind of stuff. And then as a one-off special occasion treat, let's say it's someone's birthday or maybe your anniversary or something like that. Um you decide to just bite the bullet and go out for like a really fancy, expensive dinner. So once you've done that thing, that thing is now in your energy field and being able to manifest it again in the future, um, so manifest it becoming a more regular thing, is going to be so much easier. Because with manifestation, we really need to be able to believe things are possible before we will see them. So we need to believe before we see And we also need to be able to embody the vibe and visualize these things too, which this obviously helps with as well, because it's so much easier to embody a certain feeling or vibe or situation once you've actually experienced it firsthand, as opposed to trying to, you know, manifest really fancy nights out when you've never been on one. And so even if at that current time when you've gone out for this nice dinner, it might not be something that is something you're able to afford to do, you know, super regularly at that point, you've now expanded your mindset and your beliefs that that is possible for you. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that you could be going out for super bougie dinners on a regular basis. And that's obviously just one example. 
Um, obviously, everyone will have their own things that they're kind of desiring or things that um, they're wanting to expand their beliefs around. A fancy dinner with your partner is obviously just one example. That might not be something that is relevant to another person. It might be something that someone else really, really wants. But yeah, this is just an example of what expanders can help us with. So once having that really nice dinner out becomes possible, it becomes so much easier to believe in being able to do that on a regular basis and you're one step closer to that being your reality. So it's very, very similar, I guess, to the concept of just pushing your comfort zone, but it's kind of pushing it in a more um, belief-based way, if that makes sense. So it's pushing what you believe is possible for yourself as opposed to putting yourself in a situation that is uncomfortable. Although sometimes engaging with expanders, like particularly going to certain places or again experiences can feel a little bit uncomfortable particularly when when finances are involved so if it's a particular experience or going to a particular place um, often if we're expanding ourselves it's going to be something that's a little bit out of our reach at that current time and I guess the most common reason it might be a little bit out of our reach is the cost of whatever it is so whether it's staying at like an expensive hotel or yeah eating at a really expensive restaurant like often finances can be what's kind of blocking us from that or why we feel blocked from that um so yeah I guess in that sense it can be a little bit of a step outside of the comfort zone to engage with those expanders and so places can also be really really great expanders um so one of my personal favorites is as I just mentioned really nice hotels or retreats so a quick example of this for myself, um, for years I had been manifesting a trip to a really beautiful rainforest retreat in southeast Queensland hinterlands. And so when I say retreat, I mean like rainforest retreat, so basically like a hotel. Uh, but yeah, I had discovered this place because a friend had stayed there a few years prior and it just looked so, so beautiful. And I made note of it and had yeah basically looked into it I had photos of it saved to vision boards for years like I really really wanted to stay at this place but when I had first discovered it and for a couple of years after kind of discovering it the price of it was what was throwing me off and even though now I can kind of look at the price and be like that's not actually that expensive at that time I had never ever stayed in a place like that I'd never ever booked a hotel that was more than just kind of like a budget hotel like somewhere to sleep so the idea of paying that much money for a hotel was just like crazy to me um but yeah it was somewhere I really wanted to stay it was beautiful cozy rainforest chalet vibes with like a beautiful spa bath that was surrounded by forest and that was like absolute goals for me and my dream getaway but yeah so this place sat on different vision boards for a good two years or so and I feel like I kept putting it off for so long because I was just really stuck in the mindset of it just being way too expensive and that I couldn't afford it and that I wasn't someone who got to stay in places like that like it just wasn't within my budget. Finally however last year at the beginning of last year I was on you know a bit of a journey I guess into wanting to expand myself um, so at the beginning of last year, I decided to book it for my birthday. I kind of had some extra money at that time. And even though it was still a little bit out of like, again, it was out of my comfort zone. So it wasn't like I was just like, yep, I can afford it. I'm booking it. It was kind of like, a oh, like I have a little bit of spare money at the moment. I could book it, but 
I don't know, like maybe I should be saving that money for bills, that kind of thing. But I was like, nope, I want to push my comfort zone a little bit. I'm going to book it because I know that I will somehow make that money back. It will come back to me at some point. So I just bit the bullet. I paid the deposit for it and then I paid the rest upon actually staying there for my birthday in August. I'd also just like to mention that it's actually like a couple's retreat or that's how they kind of market it anyway. Um, so it's obviously like a bit romantic, that kind of vibe. And when I booked it, I was very, very, very single at the time. Um, so I had also kind of booked it just not even really knowing what going there would look like in terms of whether I would just be going by myself or whether I'd be going with like friends or I didn't know what the plan necessarily was. I just knew that I really wanted to stay there and I was kind of like, I'll work out the details later. And something I put a lot of work into last year, like in the time between booking this and actually getting this stay there was trying to manifest um, my dream healthy relationship and partner. And funnily enough, just a few months before my birthday rolled around and it was time to go stay at this place, I ended up, yeah, manifesting my dream relationship with my current partner. So that all just worked out perfect timing-wise as well. Divine timing. <laughs> but yeah, so I booked the trip. We went on the trip. It was absolutely perfect. It was my dream little rainforest getaway. Super cozy little chalet in the middle of the rainforest, surrounded by trees and streams and waterfalls. Um, it had a fireplace. It was like a wooden cabin kind of vibe. Beautiful bathtub in our um, bathroom that opened up to the rainforest. And it was honestly just so, so beautiful and so, so dreamy. And even though it was a little bit out of my budget at the time, I was on a bit of a mindset growth kick and decided to just book it. Um, and yeah, it was honestly one of the best choices I've ever made because I loved it so much and it was one of the best trips I've ever been on. And again, at the time of booking it, um, I really did have in mind that it was not something I could necessarily afford at that time. And I kind of justified it as doing it as a bit of a birthday treat for myself. But once I was there, it was honestly one of the biggest energy expanders I've experienced in my life. It made me feel so good. I felt so fancy, so bougie. I honestly just felt like I was living my best life. And it also obviously instilled in me the belief that staying in a place like that was possible for me. It was pricey, but it wasn't inaffordable. It wasn't like some big miracle had to happen for me to stay there. So it expanded in my mind what was possible for myself. And now instead of looking at a place like that and thinking, oh, I can't afford that, that's so expensive... I know I actually can afford that and I have afforded that in the past and I will absolutely be able to afford it again in the future with total ease. Like I said before, I feel like I actually look back on the price of that hotel room now and I'm kind of like, oh, that's not that much. Like that is literally the mindset shift, the belief shift. Like instead of being like, oh my God, you know, several hundred dollars a night, that's way too much for me. That's so expensive. I could never afford that. I'm like, oh, like that's not actually that big of a deal. That's not that much money. I can absolutely afford that. And I'm now actually booking a trip there again for my birthday this year as well. And honestly, I have plans to make it an annual tradition. Um, so yeah, that trip expanded what I believed was possible for myself. And the things that we experienced set the foundation um, base level for what we then know is possible for ourselves. So I went from thinking I couldn't even afford a single one-off trip to this place to knowing that I could afford that and pushing my beliefs even further 
um, to believe that not only can I afford it as a one-off trip, I can actually afford to go there every year. And that's my new normal now, and that's an expansion. And so bringing it back to, I guess, people as expanders, the cool thing is that sometimes we don't actually even need to have achieved or experienced the thing ourselves to expand our belief in what is possible. So sometimes simply being exposed to other people having these things or experiencing these experiences is enough to act as an expander for our own mindsets and beliefs as well. And so there's a few different ways in which expanders are actually working and kind of benefiting us. So they work in two ways. The first way is that they are providing a conscious kind of hit of motivation and inspiration. So when we see people with what we want, it motivates us to go out and get these things for ourselves. So we may draw inspiration from their journeys or inspiration around what they've done and what they possess and the decisions and choices they've made to get to that place or to have that thing, as well as just general stuff like the way they carry themselves or their values or their mindset, how they're living their lives. And so the inspiration that we draw from them may come from seeing the things they do or have or are. Or it may come from the way they actually make us feel within ourselves, or it might be a combination of both. So you may find that you're just lit up by experiencing their experiences vicariously, or you may find that it's more of a feeling that they provide. So for example, it might be somebody that just makes you feel really, really great about life. Like, you know, someone who's almost just like a motivational speaker. And every time you listen to something they say, you're just like, wow, like I just feel fantastic at the moment like that's just lifted up my vibe so much I personally have a number of podcasts that I listen to that kind of achieve that for me um whenever I listen to them I just feel like it just even just listening to them talk expands me literally just being in their energy feels expansive it may be somebody that just has their energy so in check that even just being around them can kind of lift your vibe up too and it's almost like they're rubbing off on you and so that's kind of the conscious way they're working. But second to that, they're also working on a subconscious level as well. So they're instilling in our subconscious that what we desire is absolutely possible. So expanders show us the things that we desire do exist in the world and that it is possible for us to have these things. And you may not even be conscious of that kind of happening, but when we see others with these things it instills the image of them having it in our subconscious of this basically being a possibility. And as much as we need to believe the things we desire are possible before we see the results in our own lives, seeing these things in others' experiences makes it a lot easier for our subconscious to believe it is possible. And so when we're looking to other people as expanders as well, um, that can be a really great way to bring things into our lives that maybe are just... Um, that little bit further out of our reach to the point where we're not going to be able to experience them in that present moment. So if it's something that just isn't something you can just kind of push your comfort zone a little bit on, it's something, you know, really big, then experiencing that through other people is a good way to kind of expand that belief. And so the subconscious side of things isn't just for people. Um, the same thing applies to, again, places, things, anything that is expanding you. So once we have experienced something, it's then solidified in our subconscious as a possibility for us. Prior to us experiencing something, it's much harder for our minds and our subconscious to actually conceptualize that these things are reality or possible. 
So when it comes to actually finding expanders for yourself, you essentially just want to be paying attention to two things. So the first thing is the people or things or experiences that literally just light you up and make you feel energized and inspired. The second thing is the people who have what you desire and make you feel as though these things are achievable for yourself too. So this is what we want to be looking for in expanders. And I emphasize the um, people that have what you desire and make you feel as though these things are achievable for yourself too, because you don't want to be looking to people who make you feel as though that thing is out of reach for you. So for example, um, like, you know, billionaires, where it's kind of like, okay, well, they have that thing, but that doesn't mean, like, that doesn't kind of correlate to me potentially being able to have that thing. Whereas if you're finding people that instill that belief that that's possible for you too, um, that's going to be expanding you as opposed to just almost making you feel a bit crappy and like, oh my god, like, I'm never going to be able to achieve that. We want people that make us feel like we can achieve that. And so once you've found these people, pay attention to what in particular you find inspiring about them. So what do they have that you desire? And get really, really curious about how they have achieved what they have. Basically, once we've found our expanders, we want to kind of soak up as much information and inspiration and knowledge from them as we possibly can. So these are people that have achieved what we're wanting to achieve. So the information you can gain from them is invaluable. They've done what you're working towards. They've figured it all out already. So we want to really learn from their experiences however we can. And that obviously doesn't mean necessarily just copying everything they do. Um, but yeah, it's obviously very valuable knowledge to see how they've gotten themselves to that place or how they've gotten that thing or achieved that. And of course, if it's somebody you know personally in real life, you may like to even treat them as a bit of a mentor or figure. So if it's a public figure or somebody you don't necessarily know personally, you can kind of soak up that information from them um, through resources that you have available to you. So whether that's their social media or like any other content that they post, if they run like a business, their offerings, that kind of thing. Um, we basically just want to be learning from what they share. So regardless of whether you know the person and can physically spend time with them or if you're only able to kind of consume their content from afar or you only know them online, we want to basically be spending as much time with them as possible because we're so heavily influenced by the people that we're spending the most time with. So we want to really make this count and spend time with the people that are having a positive, expansive influence on us. Um, so there's that famous quote that goes around about how you're a reflection of the five people, I think it is, that you spend the most time with. So we basically just want to be really careful with who these people are and be kind of choosy about this. So it's important that we're surrounding ourselves with people that are bringing us closer to our goals and desires because this will have such a massive influence on our ability to actually be able to achieve these goals and desires. And this doesn't necessarily need to be time in person either. Um, so as I mentioned, <coughs> sorry, my throat is going. So as I mentioned before, um, if it's someone that you only know online or you know from afar, or it's kind of like a public figure or something like that, um, you can also achieve like, quote, spending time with them by, for example, listening to podcasts or reading their books or watching their videos. If you have somebody who you feel is a massive expander for you and just lifts you up so much, but you, for whatever reason, can't actually be spending time with that person, this doesn't mean that you can't still be influenced by them and exposed to their energy on a regular basis. 
you can absolutely still be in somebody's energy field without actually being physically close to them. I would suggest also making a list of your expanders as you kind of find them and make note of the people that do light you up um, so that in times where you may be feeling a little bit low, you know where you can go to raise yourself back up again. And our expanders will also most likely change and grow as we do too. So there are people that I, for example, looked up to years ago that I've almost completely, for lack of a better word, outgrown. Like I just don't kind of vibe with what they're doing anymore or I've kind of maybe achieved what they were expansive to me for, if that makes sense. <laughs> so it's almost like as you grow, obviously your expanders are going to change as well because the goal is to kind of grow to into what they've kind of expanded you on. And if you've done that, then they're not going to be expansive for you anymore unless they're also growing, which I guess can sometimes happen. Um, but yeah, this could also happen if like your values or goals or desires have just shifted um, and they no longer are reflective of that. Or yeah, maybe you've just grown to the point where you don't necessarily feel like they're expanding you anymore. And once again, this applies to experiences and possessions as well. So probably more so to them because they obviously don't necessarily grow or change at all. So once you've kind of achieved them, um, it's not to say you're not going to be getting anything out of them, but they're not going to be expanding you like they're within your realm of possibility now. So they're not going to be as expansive. The key to expansion is pushing ourselves beyond what we already have or what we're already experiencing. So you're not going to be feeling expanded by things that are within your realm of possibility and reality. So make this process of finding and engaging with expansive things an ongoing process. Like it kind of changes as you change as well. You may have expanders now that in 12 months may have expanded you as much as they're possibly going to. They've helped you to achieve and integrate into what it was that you wanted at that time. Um... And are no longer kind of offering that expansion for you. And that's completely okay. In fact, that's kind of the ultimate goal, I guess. Um, so if that's the case, that's really amazing that you have grown and up-leveled so much that your expanders are no longer expanding you. Um, yeah, again, that's honestly the goal. And the exciting part of that is that you then get to set new goals and new desires and find new expanders and grow even more. And so the last thing I just want to touch on quickly before kind of wrapping this up is that jealousy can also be a really good compass towards expanders for ourselves because jealousy kind of shows us what we're truly desiring. So when we haven't kind of integrated, I guess, our shadow and we're not kind of operating from a positive place, we'll often express our desires as jealousy towards people who have what we want. And so this is really common among girls and women as well. So we'll get really triggered by the people we're jealous of and we're jealous because they have something that we are desiring. That's literally what jealousy is. In really bad cases, this can manifest as actually disliking the person to the point of almost wanting to tear them down. In other less extreme cases, it may just be that we feel like we're not a fan of the person or that we're almost a bit triggered by the person. In saying that though, given that jealousy is such a strong indicator of what we're actually desiring if we can kind of work through that jealousy we can actually use the people who have what we want as expanders so instead of seeing them as almost like opposition we need to remind ourselves that there is more of enough of everything to go around for everybody 
And just because someone has something you want doesn't mean that we can't also have it. So in fact, them having it gives you an example of somebody who has actually achieved that for themselves um, and has what you are wanting. If it's possible for them, then it's absolutely possible for you as well. So when we're operating from, I guess, a more positive place and we're kind of secure in ourselves, trusting the universe, all that good stuff, we can actually look at our jealousy towards others as an opportunity to expand ourselves and be in the energy of somebody who has what we want, in turn helping us to grow. So jealousy can actually be almost a positive thing, really, if we learn to understand it and to overcome that initial triggering feeling and, I guess, kind of work with it. Acknowledge it, understand that that's just your mind saying, I want what they are having, and basically allow yourself to be expanded by that person instead of triggered. So we're basically transmuting that jealousy into something uplifting instead of allowing it to bring down our vibe and be sitting in that like low vibe, jealous state. But yeah, so that is the energy of expanders. Um, my throat is low key going because I think I'm not used to talking this much just yet, but I'm sure I'll get used to it as I keep going with these episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, apologies for my slightly croaky throat. Anyway, I hope that everybody enjoyed that and found some useful little tidbits of information in all of that. Um, I hope you are able to take something away from the episode and that there might have been something in there that's kind of shifted your perspective because that's what we're all about here. But yeah, as usual, thank you so much for listening if you have listened to this. Um, Again, I'll be launching this this weekend coming, which is really exciting. I mean, by the time people are listening to this, it will have already happened. (laughs) Um, But yeah, on that note, this is obviously like a fresh new project that I'm working on um, and it's a passion project. So really just doing it um, because it's something I am passionate about. So I would really appreciate if you enjoyed the episode, if people were able to leave reviews or, you know, feedback, that kind of stuff. Um, I'd really love to hear how people are finding these episodes whether you're finding the information useful and yeah, just any, um, any feedback really. I hope everyone has a really lovely rest of their day or night or whatever time it is where you are. If you're in Queensland or Brisbane specifically at the moment, stay cool. It's freaking hot at the moment. So stay hydrated, stay cool. And yeah, I'll probably just talk to you all next time, I guess going to go make a yummy dinner now and probably sit down and watch the last few episodes of Love Island Australia. That's what me and my partner have been watching recently. I'm actually a bit of a Love Island fangirl. It's one of my guilty pleasures and we're down to the last I think like three episodes or so so excited to finish those and that is going to be me for the rest of the night. (laughs) Thank you all again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.